Good morning, good morning, good morning, and thank you so much for joining me for the podcast of The True Power From Within. I do pray each and every day that this podcast touches you in the most amazing and encouraging way. So today, I have called this podcast The Spirit Exchange, and I am actually coming out of the book of Galatians chapter 5. And starting at verse 5, it says, For we are eagerly awaiting through the Spirit by faith the hope of righteousness. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision accomplishes anything. What matters is faith working through love. In our society today, we live in this microwave society that everybody is in comparison mode. Everybody is looking on Instagram and Facebook and comparing themselves to, um, she has a better kitchen than I do. Oh my gosh. She, um, looks amazing in that bathing suit. Oh my gosh. She's making a hundred thousand dollars a month. Or, you know, we, we live in a microwave society where we feel like when we see this on Facebook and Instagram, and TikTok and all of these social media platforms or even on television that we feel like we have to be that person. We feel like we have to we have to in order to be successful or to be happy, we have to be equal to or better than what we're seeing on Facebook. We have to recreate this success um, you know, to show the world or to prove to our family or to prove to our friends that we are valuable. But God doesn't care. God does not care what your limit is on your credit card. He doesn't care how big of a house you live in or what your countertops look like or what kind of car you drive or how much weight you've lost. He doesn't care about that. What he cares about is your heart and your mind. We pray every day to God to bless us with this increased uh, income or bless us with this big fancy house or these nice cars or, you know, with this successful business. But where is your heart at? Because in those moments when we're asking God for all of these things, when you get those things, they're not going to make you any happier. They're not going to make you any more whole. They're not going to, to um, define who you are. Because if you're happy, I mean unhappy, or you're um, not a good steward over your finances in that small house, when you get to that big house, nothing's going to change. You can go out and buy a new car, but if you put the old person in the new car, it's still going to be the same thing. So what are you doing in your life that you are giving an exchange to God? You know, he wants to know that when someone talks about us or betrays us, we're going to still show love. 
He wants to know that when we go through a storm, we can still come to him and pray and and have joy and have peace to know that he's going to handle it. He wants to know that when we are tempted to be upset and fight against the, the, the people or the things that have hurt us in our life, that we're going to choose to rely on him and be kind. He wants to know that when he blesses us with, with um, the overflow of finances and abundance, that it's not for us, but for the building of his kingdom. He wants to know that when he blesses you with all that you're asking for, are you going to give back? Are you going to build his kingdom? Are you going to continue to love others? Are you going to continue to pray? Are you going to continue to read? Are you going to continue to meditate? A lot of us fall short in that because we we don't seek the spirit. We speak the flesh or seek the flesh. I'm sorry, can't talk this morning. We seek the flesh. We seek the worldly possessions that we have or that we want instead of going into an exchange for the spirit. And when I mean the spirit exchange, I mean, are you, are you constantly in conversation? Are you constantly um, being, having an intimate relationship with God? Are you, are you leading by empowering, by encouraging, by loving others? Are you being led by the material possessions that you want? You know, we have to seek direction every day from the Holy Spirit. We have to seek direction every day by by tuning into God's word and what his assignment is and the vision and the purpose that he has for our life because when we begin to walk in those things when we begin to stay connected to the vine the vine is is the Holy Spirit and and, and Jesus when we begin to stay connected to him we begin to see things begin to emerge in our lives that at one time we never thought was possible We begin to hear God give us assignments to where we can fulfill our kingdom building responsibilities. When we stay connected to God, we can can learn to have patience and understanding and kindness and humility. When we stay connected to God, we we know and we can feel his love that surrounds us every day. And, And when he fills us with that love and that peace and that joy and that kindness, we can begin to give that back to others. I don't want to be led by my material things. I don't want to be led by... um by the the vehicle that I drive or the house that I live in. I want to be led by God. I want to be led by the Spirit. I, I want Him to fill me every day. And by the end of the day, I have empowered and encouraged and I have led others to Him by the words that come out of my mouth. When I go to bed at night, I want to be empty of all the things that he has filled me with today because I have shared those or given those or stay connected to him and followed what it is that he has for me in this life. We get so consumed 
by instant gratification. We get so consumed with the world and all of these worldly things. But if we just can stay connected to that spirit, if we just every day have that spirit exchange with God, that he would bring all things, right? Because that's what it says in his word, right? He, he has the abundance for us. He has everything that, he, that we are asking for that, is, that is, is, is his will for our lives. But we get so consumed. We get consumed. Are you leading your family? Are you, are you leading them to Christ or are you leading them to have a, a higher credit card limit? Are we leading our children to prayer? Are we leading our children to, uh, to have an intimate relationship with, with God? Are we, are we leading our families to, to Christ? Are we building the kingdom? Are we going out of our way to help someone that we don't even know or someone that we see is lost or hurting? Are we going out of our way to help them? Or are we so consumed with getting it how we live. That's a, you know, everybody knows that saying, right? Get it how you live. Are we consumed with our own being and come-ups and and financials that we fail to see what the true point of the spirit exchange is? And that's not to, to live with blinders on. Our world right now is in chaos. And it's so easy every day to get up and get consumed with what the news says or what the CDC is saying or, you know, what people, the, the conspiracy theories that people are creating these days. It is so easy to get consumed with that. But what if we got up every day and got consumed in the spirit? got consumed with the spirit exchange throughout our day. And we say, we're going to lead by example. We're going to lead with love. We're going to lead with empowerment. We're going to wake up every day and we're going to go to God and he's going to fill us. And by the end of the day, we're going to be empty because we have encouraged and empowered and, and, and loved on other people. When you begin to show love and you begin to to lead others in hope and in joy and sharing your story and your testimony and really having that intimate relationship with God is when you're going to begin to see him moving in your life. He cannot move when we're so consumed with the news and we're so consumed with money. We're so consumed with material things. We're so consumed because we see Susie Joe over here driving a Rolls Royce. No. Mm-mm. We've got to get consumed in the spirit. Because God is trying to do something big. But he wants to know once you get that big thing, is that spirit exchange going to happen every day again or still? Or are you just coming to him because you're having a hard time or you're in a storm? 
I want to read you something. Actually, when we got this um, devotional uh, Bible the other day, and and as I was, um, it, it actually comes off of a different chapter and a different verses in Galatians than what I came out of. But I want to read you a little bit. It says that in Galatians, Paul tells us that we live by the Spirit, connected to the true vines, as Jesus says. We will naturally bear good fruit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Do you possess those every day? Do you pray every day to God that please... Please, Lord, I just want to walk in your spirit. I want to be connected to your vine. I want to do your will for my life. It says we'll love those around us as well, even when they push back and are hard to love. We'll have a spirit of joy and peace when the circumstances around us seem to require sadness and worry. Are you relying on him in those moments when you feel like, I don't have enough money to pay my bills? I have a kid that's off the rocker. I have, in my world, I have doctors that are not doing their jobs, right? Are you, are you willing to, to, are you going to worry or are you going to have peace in your circumstances and, and choose joy every day? We will be patient when we are asked to wait beyond our natural capacity. Are you having patience when you're praying to God every day or are you praying to him and then going out and trying to make things happen in your own timing and on your own and in your own will or are you waiting for God even if he asks you to wait just a little bit longer than what you want to wait we'll be kind even when we're tempted towards rage and revenge are you seeking to get even every day with those who hurt you or are you choosing to forgive in the moments when when it's hard and it hurts and you cry and you don't understand are you willing to choose forgiveness in those moments we'll choose gentleness instead of wrath are you choosing to be humble or do you want to uh, tell that person off We'll remain faithful even when others betray us. Are you still going to be who God intends for you to be even when someone hurts you or someone talks about you or somebody doesn't believe in your vision or they don't want to help you in your dream or, you know, they don't want to do any of this stuff, right? Instead, so they just talk about you or laugh at you. Are you, are you willing to, to, to be faithful even in those moments? When you feel like you want to just lash out at somebody, we'll remain faithful even when others betray us. We'll choose rightly to do good even when it's easier to choose evil. Are you going to choose to be the bigger person? Are you going to choose to pray for those people? We'll exert self-control when passions rise. Can you go to God and say, Lord, I, I, I don't know how to handle this situation, but, but I'm going to choose to be humble. I'm going to choose to have self-control. I'm going to choose to come from my heart and not my head. I'm going to choose to come to you and ask you to, to fix these things because the battle is not mine. It is yours. 
And you say that you will prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. That's a promise that's in in the word. We don't have to go out and fight against everybody every day. We don't have to worry about what people are saying about us on Facebook because we're living out the vision. We're living out the dream. We are trying to do all that God says that we are going to do. You're going to have people talk about you. You're going to have people make fun of you. You're going to have people that, that, that totally discount your dream and your vision for your life. But are you going to choose to keep going? Are you going to choose to embarrass yourself even, even when people are laughing at you because, because you believe in your dream, because you believe in the vision that God has placed in your life, because you know that you're walking in your purpose? Because it gets a little messy sometimes. It gets a little embarrassing. I get on here and I trip over my words or I say some other word you know, that's not even, you know, and I just keep going. Because I I know the vision, the purpose. I know what God has for me. But even in those moments when you feel like you're messing up or you feel like, you know, you're not qualified. Are you going to keep going? Are you going to keep walking in it? When you don't make, you know, but $400 a week, are you going to be faithful in that $400? So when God blesses you with $4,000 a week, You're going to be doing something good with that. You're going to be a good steward. Your heart's going to be in the right place. Your mind's going to be in the right place. It says because of God's power and his direction by the Holy Spirit that we can live a life like this. Paul says it is keeping in step with the Spirit. It's like the same thing I said, the spirit exchange. Are you going to stay in that spirit exchange? Are you going to stay in the spirit every day? Are you going to pray every day? Are you going to meditate on God's word every day? Are you going to believe in his promises? Are you going to walk by faith and not by sight? Are you going to put your faith into action because faith without works is dead? Are you willing to fight the good fight of faith? As much as you fight the good fight of flesh, are you willing to step into the the, the spirit every day? It says our fruit begs the question of who we follow. It's in these moments we have the opportunity to point people to our source. Are you going to be that light in a very dark place for someone? If you were to walk out your door and go to Walmart and people would see you and and have an interaction with you, would they know that you are walking in the spirit? Would they know that you are... Uh, a kingdom builder, would they know by looking at you that you were joyful and you were loving? Or do you walk around mad all the time? Do you walk around in your own world because you feel as if you owe nobody any explanation? And you don't owe anybody an explanation, but you do owe God. You owe God the vision that he's placed upon your life, you owe him that. Because he's brought you out of all of these things. So why would you not be joyful? Why would you not be kind? Why would you not show love to others? 
Why would you not be that light in a dark place for somebody else that God has placed you in front of that is going through the same thing that you've been through? It says that this is called leadership, the discipleship Jesus had in mind. As we follow God, we naturally bear fruit that points back to Christ. In his kingdom, leadership is not about telling other people what to do, but listening for what we should do. Again, it goes right back to the sphere of exchange. Are you, do you have an ear to hear what God is, is, is instructing you to do every day? Or are you so consumed with busyness and chaos and drama and unforgiveness that you cannot, you cannot hear what the Lord is saying? Are you leading others to God? Are you choosing discipleship? Are you choosing to share your testimony, to bring someone in? Are you choosing every day to, to, to walk in the spirit even though your job is full of chaos? Are you choosing peace and joy and humility even in those trying times? Are you rebuking Satan's distractions over your life or are you falling prey to those distractions? Are you getting unfocused because you are so consumed with all of the negative that you can't see the positive? You know, it all starts with gratitude. What can you be grateful for today? What can you do for others today? Can you be kind? Can you show joy? The only way to do that every day is by getting up, filling yourself up with the word and with meditation and with prayer. Begin your day every day with that spirit exchange so that God can, can, can start to, to uh, bring those the, the joy and the peace and the kindness and all of that to the surface so that you can be a light for others in a very dark place. It doesn't start by having a big bank account. It starts with having a big heart, love, faith, kindness, gentleness, humility. Because God has already said that you can have all of that other stuff. But I need to know where your heart is. I need to know where your mind is. I need to know that when I do give you those things that you're going to be a good steward over them. That you're going to use those things that I'm giving you, the abundance, the favor, the overflow, that you're going to use those to build my kingdom, to be a light in a dark place. That you're not going to allow people around you to distract you from the vision and the purpose that I, that I have for you. I need to know that you're focused. I need to know that, that even when Satan begins to attack, because you know that when you're close to a breakthrough, Satan will throw all of these things at you one after another to try to get you distracted because he knows that 
that God is doing something big in your life. And we have to stay in constant prayer. We have to stay focused and aware of Satan's devices because they will come in every single shape, form, and fashion. Are you going to be faithful in this moment, in the small season, in, in, in the season where you're still learning and growing? Because, you know, when we're reading his word, we're growing. When we're praying, we're, we're, we're in the spirit and we're exchanging, you know, we're in the spirit exchange, right? We're asking God to fill us with, with all of these good things and to, to rid us of all of the things that we don't need, that don't belong to him or that don't um, lead us into what he is, has prepared for us. But he needs to know that we're going to, to lead in a, in a small season. He no, needs to know that we're going to love in a season where we sometimes don't feel like loving. He needs to know that we're going to be kind even when the people around us are not kind. We need, he needs to know that in that storm, when we feel like we cannot make it another day, that we are going to come to him and continue to stand strong and to stand firm and to rebuke Satan's devices that are coming against us. He needs to know that we are willing to go out to the highways and the byways and we are, are, and we are going to compel people to come in. That we're willing to go out into the world and save and help, and, and help build his kingdom to save his, his children. And it's in those moments of the spirit exchange that God begins to move in your life. When you're, when you're sitting still, God cannot move in your life. If you move, he will move. You pray, he will move. You show love, he will move. You show faith, he will move. So today, stop worrying about comparing yourself to others. Stop worrying about what your bank account looks like. Stop worrying about getting a bigger position. Stop worrying about, you know, how much your, um, you know, how much credit card debt you have because God doesn't care how big your house is or how nice your car is because God doesn't care about any of that. He cares about the spirit exchange. He cares about the prayer. He cares about the relationship that you have with him because all of those other things will be added once you get into alignment with God. Once you get into that relationship and that intimacy with him every single day and you listen to the words that he is telling you, you listen to the assignments and you do them even though they may be hard. You may feel disqualified because God's going to create grace within that space for you in those assignments that he gives you. But he needs to know that you're going to be faithful in that, in that, in that small season. That you're willing to say every day, God, here I am. I'm surrendering this to you. I'm surrendering all of this to you because I cannot do this. But Lord, I am asking for that spirit exchange today. I'm asking that that I hear your voice. Um, 
and that I feel your, your nudge and your presence, that, that whatever it is that you're asking me to do today, that I will be faithful to do that, even when it's scary, even when I don't feel like I'm qualified, even when somebody has talked bad to me and, and you're asking me for, to forgive them or they've betrayed me or they've hurt me. Lord, let me have the spirit of unforgiveness. Let me have the spirit of love. Let me have the spirit of humility. Let me have the spirit of grace for others. Get into the spirit exchange today. God is waiting for you. He's waiting for you to walk into the vision, the purpose that he has for your life. We're not getting any younger Life is not getting any shorter. It's not, I mean, any longer. It's not going to get any easier. But when you live by the Spirit, God can move mountains in your life. So today, get into the Spirit. Get into the prayer. Get into the Word. Get into your meditation. And let God lead you and guide you today because in those moments beauty emerges abundance emerges blessings emerge favor emerge overflow emerges but god is saying i just need you to get into the spirit with me let's have a spirit exchange so i hope that i added value today it's a little longer than what i normally go But I do hope that I added value to your day. Go ahead and share this over to your social medias. If I added value, maybe tag some people in the comments. Um, If uh, there's somebody that you know that may uh, benefit from this. And I do hope that you have an absolutely amazing day. And I'll see you again soon. Bye-bye.